0: Sometimes you get to a point where you're coping, everything is okay, you're leaning to the sensations, you're relaxed, but for whatever reason, things switch and you start to really suffer, you're exhausted, and you're not able to relax and you can't find that breath. Then there maybe comes a point where you should think about shifting and maybe an epidural or other option would be in your best interest you can get that little bit of rest and then successfully deliver your baby whatever way baby makes its way into the world.
1: Are you done with being that pregnant or postpartum mom in the gym who is always stuck on the sidelines feeling horrible? Saying, How come no one ever told me this? Are you ready to finally say no to a mom life filled with excess weight, injury, overwhelm, and fatigue? Then health is here. Welcome to the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast, where we dive deep into the information you need to be the strongest woman in and out of the gym, even if you are a mom. If you are done going through your pregnancy or postpartum fitness journey, Clueless and unprepared. If you are ready to commit and say yes to being that badass fit mom who is shredded and stronger than before the baby, well, listen up. Because this is where we talk about all of the things your doctor or trainer never told you about so that you can achieve the body you want and take your athletic strength and performance to the next level. Get ready, because here's your host, Daisy Bravo. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another
2: episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. Now, I am really excited because... I have on a really special guest. She is fun and a really exciting individual and a wealth of knowledge. So, I have on today Jamie Straker, and she is actually the co founder of a program that I think. Every Pregnant Woman Needs, and this program is called Birth Prep. It's basically everything that you need to know to have an informed and educated birth and labor. So you are not going to want to miss this. Jamie is a mom of two and actually a former elementary school teacher. She is a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, and she's also the owner of JS Fitness. Now, Jamie's mission is to facilitate a fitness environment where women feel safe to explore and learn about their bodies, develop their strength, and grow their self-confidence so that they can forge their individual path towards their goals during pregnancy Postpartum and beyond. Now, with over four years' experience and over 900 prenatal and postpartum fitness classes under her belt, Jamie will ensure that you find success no matter where you are in your fitness journey with the wide variety of online fitness programs and courses that she offers. So it is my great pleasure to welcome Jamie to the podcast today. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. I am so excited you're here. I have always wanted to learn more about birth prep And I know a lot of my listeners are interested on this topic, too. And some have never even heard of birth prep. I always think of these old, like, 80s and 90s videos or TV shows where it would be like a Lamaze class and you bring a bunch of pillows and you bring your spouse and you sit down and you do a lot of breathing. (laughs) I'd love to know how you got started in this line of work and what your personal fitness journey has looked like.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So I have two children and I think part of what spurred my intrigue in birth prep and helping people prepare for labor and birth was my personal journey and the fear that I had. Like I did the bring your pillows, do the the breathing type workshop, and I still was terrified of something coming out of my vagina like so worried about the pain and what was going to go on yeah so i think just the more that i learned after i actually had a fitness business in edmonton before moving to eastern canada and we hosted a birth prep workshop with a pelvic health physiotherapist out there and that was the first time my son who my secondborn was about three at that time and that was the first time in my life where i thought oh my gosh I could do this. I could have a baby. I could push a baby out of my vagina. I felt really empowered. Not that I was having any more children, but that just really made me realize that all women should feel like that or have the the tools and the education to feel empowered going into their labor and birth. So then fast forward two years after that, we moved and I started a new company and joined forces with a pelvic physiotherapist or pelvic health physiotherapist in Kingston. And we created our birth prep workshop that we run right now.
2: Very cool. I love that. Awesome. Now, can you elaborate on what your vision or version of birth prep is and looks like? Can you explain that a little bit more? I'm still picturing that Lamaze class.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so our the workshop that we run takes you from pregnancy. So learning about what is going on in your body, I really feel that education is the most important tool that we can give to birthing people. So we talk about what are this going on in your body during pregnancy? What are the changes that are happening? And then how does that change during labor and birth. So what physically happens in your body? So we go through all of that. We talk about how you can use your body for labor. So different positions, different ways that you can manipulate your body to maybe create more relaxation, maybe a little bit more space by turning your knees in, say, or even dropping into a deep squat, or even allowing gravity to help you. We go through tools for managing pain, whether that is pharmacological, like an epidural or non-pharmacological. We talk about TENS machine, counterpressure, really anything. We want everyone to be able to have every tool at their disposal so that if your birth care provider says that you're going to be induced, you know what that means and what that means for your body and what your options are. If they say that an episiotomy would be in your best interest, then you know why and what that looks like and how to advocate for yourself. If you do want an epidural, if you don't want an epidural, if you have a C-section, if you don't have a C-section, if you birth at home, if you birth in a hospital, like we really try to cover the whole gamut of everything. And then we also go into postpartum. Because I think that's a gap in the birth prep world is that once the person, you give birth, the focus and the attention then goes to baby, which is great. But I think that there's mom needs care and attention to right like what to expect (laughs) in terms of breastfeeding in terms of healing if you have an episiotomy if you have tearing if you have a c-section so what can you do to optimize your healing postpartum as well so we really try to give as much education as possible to so that nobody ever has to say i didn't know this how come nobody told me right
2: Sure. Yeah, and I find a lot of times women will go in with a birth a specific birth plan. They may be working with a midwife or a doula or something that provides them with, I don't want to say a program, but a plan, like a plan that they're they're set on. Oh, I want this kind of music in the background. I want this to happen before and this to happen after or no, I never want to be induced and no absolutely no C-sections. But what happens and I find a lot of times is you can plan and you can plan, but a lot of times you can't plan <laughs> and things happen and you may have to stray from your birth plan. And what happens is a lot of times there's a fear of the unknown. So I really love that you go into all aspects. There are a lot of women that really want to try to do a home birth and sometimes that's not possible. Or sometimes maybe labor goes on for too long, or maybe the midwife is no- noticing some negative signs and showings from the baby, and maybe you're not dilating as quickly, a whole variety of situations. And sometimes some, some women may need to be taken to the hospital or even have a C section. So it's really nice. And that, I think that helps to take away some of the fear also by giving us. A, knowledge and a background for just any possibility. So I really like how you don't have it just isolated to home birth or laboring in a hospital, something like that. You have all it seems to be like you've you prepare for everything. And and I think that's the important part of prep <laughs> birth prep is you're ready for you can roll with those punches when when you're out there. And it's easier to make decisions when you don't have to think as much. You're prepared you know what the possibilities are. I really like that there. And I want you to talk a little bit more because I find a lot of times when, and maybe it's just because this isn't talked about as much, women do a lot of prep, and I wouldn't call it birth prep, but preparation during trimesters. Oh, they're not, I know that in the second trimester, maybe I'm going to get my energy back and maybe I can start exercising more. And then, oh, in the third trimester, maybe I have to cut back on certain exercises, certain things. But I don't think, I think a, a large subset of the population doesn't really actually th- or maybe, maybe it's out of fear. Maybe we create a block and we don't think about what's going to happen when we go into, into labor. Does it just happen? Or does it just pop out? Now, can you explain and elaborate a little bit more physiologically? What does our body need to do properly or most advantageously in order to have an easier, maybe faster, which I know is that varies. How can we work with our body, I guess, instead of against our body during during labors? What physiologically needs to happen?
0: Yeah, I think... There's a lot of things that we uh, could touch on here. There's lots of research around the benefits of exercise and how that can affect your um, birthing experience. So we know that people who exercise throughout their pregnancy have a higher occurrence of a vaginal delivery. So if that's something that you want to do, then exercising is definitely in your best interest. We also know that if we combine perennial massage with um, pelvic floor muscle training, that that provides a reduced risk of tearing and reduced risk of incontinence throughout your pregnancy and even postpartum. So things like that you can start to prepare for in in your pregnancy to help you prepare for that labor and birth experience that you want. But I think one of the greatest things that you can start to do in pregnancy to help you prepare for labor and birth and continue to use throughout your labor and birth is to shift that mindset, right? There are often our natural reaction when we experience pain is to tense up. Right, pain is a sensation that tells us that something maybe isn't right, or we're taught that we need to fear, fear pain. So our natural reaction when we experience pain is to tense up. And then we get this fear tension pain cycle going where we have we get scared, we tense up, and then we get uh, more pain, and then it just continues to feed on each other. And so I think that happens often with labor is that we experience contractions, which we know are going to be painful because we know that our uterus is contracting with this intense force to help a baby make its way out. We know that our cervix is opening to maybe a place that it has never opened before. We know that our our vaginal opening, our vagina, the birth canal, the pelvic floor, they're all stretching like I think there's a stat that says this public floor is going to stretch anywhere from three and a half up to four times its length, right? Like those are all going to feel like something. But what we can start to do is to shift that that thought around instead of That is painful. I am unsafe. And then we create more tension to thinking about, oh, right, I am safe. This is meant to happen. My body is not trying to harm me. So then we start to relax into sensations, which I know somebody said, you're asking me to relax when I'm in pain. I don't understand. But I think if we can, um, shift the way that we think we can help our facilitate that softness and relaxation. So we have knowledge and understanding around what is happening in our body. We then are able to relax and lean into those sensations so that the the pain doesn't necessarily like compound the way that it would in say a fear, tension, um, pain cycle. So then we also know that maybe things can happen a little bit easier because if you think about a muscle when it's tense and then you try to stretch it, That could be a little bit harder than if a muscle is relaxed. So all of the the pain, I mean, it's there physiologically for a reason, right? A long time ago when we didn't have hospitals and things, your body would send you those signals, those contractions, that pain so that, that it was time to find a safe place, right? To get away, to find your support team, to go where you feel safe and comfortable to safely deliver your baby. We also know that lots of birthing people go into labor at night, right? Where it's dark and calm and they feel safe. So anytime that we can facilitate that thinking, I think that can be really helpful.
2: Hmm. I really love that that reframe that that those initial contractions, those initial uh, pain, It's really just like a warning signal that it's time to, yeah, get to a a safe spot. (laughs) Very interesting, different perspectives. So (laughs) most people are like, Get in the car. Get your bag. It's time to go. (laughs) Uh, Like in this state of hysteria and panic, you've seen in all the movies, they're just jumping in their car. They're going way above crazy speed limit, hustling to the hospital. So I really love that reframe. There, it almost made me relax a little bit more. Like there is a purpose to this. There is a point to it. So I really love that. Now, how early on can women start working on some of these birth? prep techniques and things that that you chatted about?
0: Yeah. So I think learning to connect into your breath and to shift that mindset around pain can start at any point. I know I use it a lot in my fitness classes. Let's say that we'll be holding... I'd like to use, say like a wall sit, for example. So be holding a wall sit for a minute. And of course, there's going to be sensations when you're in a wall sit. Anyone who's done a wall sit, your legs start talking to you. And often in a class, then we tense up, right? We start to notice, am I clenching my jaw? Am I really fighting this sensation? Can I start to learn to focus on my breath, the things that I can control. I can't control the sensations in my legs, I'm going to try and lean into them, but I'm going to focus on relaxing through my jaw, which we know is connected to our pelvic floor, relax into those sensations and feel safe and start to maybe even incorporate some of those positive mantras, right? Like I'm strong, I'm capable, I can do this. So that when you do experience contractions, it's like second nature for you to relax and um, start to have that positive self-talk, which can be beneficial. The perennial massage, that I briefly talked about is another way that you can really practice leaning into the sensations of the stretching of the pelvic floor, which is really great because that is what you're going to experience. So being able to relax into those can really help you. And we start that at about 34, 35 weeks um, pregnant. And the idea of that is to desensitize the areas and a public health physiotherapist can help you with that and teach you how to do that properly so that you're getting the most out of that.
2: Cool. Love that. Now, and you talked about this a little bit is that some positioning can really help to, from a postural standpoint, make things a little bit more advantageous, maybe give you a position that allows you to relax more, but maybe gives you a little leverage at the same time. Now, do you find that a lot of hospitals these days are more open minded to something like that as opposed to just having women? lay on their backs for the whole laboring procedure? Has there been some changes and developments in, in that in the last little while or they just like you on your back? <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that it honestly, from people who have attended our birth prep workshop have told us is that it depends on your birth care provider. So we really recommend having those conversations early on in your pregnancy. And if your birth care provider isn't going to support what you want for your birth, and maybe it's an opportunity to switch birth care providers or even open up a conversation with them to explain why you maybe don't want to lie on your back, or maybe you just want to have the opportunity to explore other positions, which is what we really advocate for is that there's really no right or wrong way to give birth. But I think that you should have the ability to choose what works for you or even try different positions to find one that works for you versus being told to do something that maybe you're not comfortable with.
2: For sure. And now in your program or in your coaching, do you offer like help or guidance for you know women on maybe how to interview your, your healthcare provider who's going to be delivering this this baby like how do we get how do we get started to find the right person because i know a lot of times maybe we feel that this is just out of our control and we just get the doctor that we get do we have that power like we should have that power to work with a provider that suits us well how do you advise women on that
0: Yeah, we don't have a specific thing, but that would be a really great. (laughs) But we have had conversations like in our birth prep workshop. It's not just here's the information. We have meetups so that if um, the people who are taking the course have questions, we can have a group conversation. So maybe other people have insights into what worked for them and we can provide insights and even come back the week after and see how did that touch talk go do you need more guidance do you have other questions but I think that you really it's important to find someone who supports you and you feel comfortable with right we know you need to feel safe or it is beneficial to feel safe for labor and birth and if you're not comfortable and safe with your birth care provider or the setting that um, you're going to be giving birth in then it's probably an opportunity for you to change or find ways to manipulate it
2: cool Now, I wanted to ask you, what are some things that maybe women don't really think about or maybe they're not aware of when it comes to preparing for birth? For a lot of women, especially first pregnancy, they don't really know what to expect. What do you think is what most women say to you like after the fact, oh, I didn't realize (laughs) this or something like that? Do you you get statements like that (laughs) often?
0: Um, I think from the feedback we've been given, the best thing that they've learned is the pushing strategies that we go through. So people, your body is strong and going to be able to give birth. But I think that if you can practice it, especially with a pelvic health physiotherapist so that you they can see, are you relaxing your pelvic floor as you are trying to engage through your abdominals and push, practicing that pushing, then you have that experience so that you're not maybe using time in your labor to try different things, right? Like, "Mm, maybe I should see if I can relax my pelvic floor on my side, or maybe I should try in a tabletop. You already know, because you've tried all of these things, you've spent time in them, you know what it feels like to relax your floor, your pelvic floor, you know how to engage your abdominals while relaxing your pelvic floor, you know how to stay calm and relaxed and focused on your breath as you are experiencing that sensation through the pelvic floor as you're pushing. So I think just, Taking time to practice and create that muscle memory, so that when it is time to push and to labor, you've been there before. You've got this, and it's not necessarily as unknown as um, it needs to be.
2: That's cool. I really like that you don't have to wait for the the hot moment to figure out what's going to be the the best position. So you already have an idea going into it where you need to be, what you're most comfortable with, how your body responds best. So I really like that. That's pretty cool. And you had mentioned earlier on pain. Now, do you notice that some women these days are interested in more so in a drug-free free labor and, and birthing process? How do you help these women that are taking on this feat?
0: Yeah, I mean, we really support people in, cho- in choosing whatever path they want for their birth. Whether that is, no, I'm going straight for the epidural, or no, I'm going straight for drug-free, no pharmacological interventions or pain medicate pain pain relief that way. But I think that we try to really stress thinking about coping versus suffering, because it's great to have a birth print birth plan and have some ideas of how you can be in charge and control of things that you can control, but also aware that there's a lot that we cannot control. And sometimes you get to a point where you're coping, everything is okay, you're leaning to the sensations, you're relaxed into it. But for whatever reason, maybe things switch and you start to really suffer and you're exhausted and you're not able to relax at all anymore. And you can't find that breath. Then there maybe comes a point where you need, you should think about maybe shifting and maybe an epidural or some other option would be in your best interest so that you can get that little bit of rest and then successfully deliver your baby whatever way baby makes its way into the world we also try to give people a lot of options right because there's there's lots of things that you can do that aren't an epidural that might help you like switching positions so that you have a wide variety of positions we know that water birthing in a water laboring in water can be really good so whether that's a tub a pool even in a shower that can really help with pain we talk about getting your partners involved with some massage and counter pressure we teach people how to use the tens machine Use them in physiotherapy, but you can place them on your back, and that can help to. I I think it just creates a different sensation for your body, so it works with your nervous system, so that you're not necessarily focusing so much on the contractions as much as that little sensation that the tens machine gives you. Some people find that that's really beneficial. Yeah, different positioning and different movement and different breathing and um, controlling your environment, music, sounds, smells, lighting. Yeah try to give people, like I said, all the tools and then also just keeping an open mind that birth can go any direction.
2: Awesome. I love that. Now, I find that at least in our society in in North America, it seems like the number of C-sections are on the rise. Do you find that by doing something like birth prep, that this could potentially reduce the amount of unnecessary You know, C-sections. Is there potential for that? I
0: think we talk a lot about fear and how that plays into your experience. And I think if people go into their labor and birth with an open mind, with tools, with knowledge, it can only help you to have the birth experience that you are looking for, whether that's a vaginal birth or a C-section. And I think also having the ability to advocate for what you want, because some birth care providers believe that if you've had a C-section before your se- you subsequent births should absolutely be a C-section, which isn't always the case, right? Sometimes women um, have vaginal deliveries after two C-sections. So just knowing that is even available to you so that you can find a birth care provider that would support you in your journey so that you have a vaginal birth, if that is what you're looking for.
2: Cool. I love that. Having everyone prepared for, for every scenario is awesome. And and it is refreshing to hear that, yeah, if you've had a C-section before, that's not set in stone for your next one. So that's really reassuring to hear for I'm sure for some ladies. So I appreciate that. Now, <laughs> how do you help women? And you've mentioned this before, these like sensations, and this is like a total maybe an out-of-body experience for a lot of women because a lot of what we're feeling and what we're experiencing has never happened to us before. It's not something that happens on the daily. It's not something that maybe you can communicate verbally with someone else. How do you teach moms to release that and go with the flow? Because I can imagine that it just feels so surreal to some people that my body is doing these weird things how do you work you know work that through with women
0: yeah it's so interesting right because even if you've given birth before your second third fourth they could all be completely different which i think is something that we try to really impress upon people is that we can prepare you as much as possible but it's okay to lean into the unknown and trust that your body knows what it's doing, and that you are safe and okay, and that you can do this. Because yeah, even if you have experienced before, it might be totally different this time around. And that's also okay. And I think One thing that you can do is to surround yourself with a support team. Like we've talked about your birth care provider, but having your partner on board and knowing what you want can also help you to lean into what you're feeling. And also sometimes hiring a doula can be somebody who can help you or a pelvic health physiotherapist so that that as you are progressing through your pregnancy, things are looking there's real no real normal per se. I guess. Sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, every experience is definitely different. I really love that. I love the advice of having a support team with you, be that a doula or someone that can help you through, advocate for you and really help you to adapt. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or exhausted, they can help steer the ship so that it's not exclusively up to you to make certain decisions at a certain time. If you've worked with a doula for a couple weeks or months in preparation, they're like your second brain.
0: And they're there the whole journey, right? Mm -hmm. So then if you do experience something or something comes up and you're not sure if what you're feeling is right, your doula is there, your birth care provider, your nurse in the hospital, like those are the people you can really lean into in the moment.
2: I love. You experienced some fear initially with your pregnancies. How do you help women that are just find themselves so overwhelmed with fear <laughs> that they don't? They're like, keep it in there. I I don't know what to do. How do you help? And I know there's a lot of different types of fear, and maybe a lot of different mindset shifts that need to happen. How do you start and? Coach through something like this? Because every woman is just so different and has their own respective reasons for being a little afraid.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to talk about them. Yeah, and normalize them that it is okay to be scared, worried, fearful of this big event, that is normal. And that is okay. And I think putting it out into the open can help to maybe release some of that fear and being completely honest about what it is that you're fearful of. Is it actually the pain? Is it the unknown? Are you worried? I know um, some people are worried about say tearing. So then if it is that you're worried about tearing through your public floor what can we do to prevent that what are you in control of in this scenario that is so out of your control and notice like normalizing that fear and knowing that you aren't alone that everybody experiences fear and that it's normal and and that you are okay and strong and sometimes we have i think like we build up this fear because we maybe we don't talk about it or we've only heard people are so happy to share their horror stories around birth but there's a lot of really great stories of people who have wonderful birth experiences so we try to share those with people in our birth prep workshop and give them opportunities to chat with one another and create that supportive community as well so that if they are say people were worried about pooping in front of their partner right during labor that's something that I think gets put out there but when you really look at it everybody does a little bit or the nurses just skip it away, or even talk about it with your partner before, like normalize it. Right? <laughs> this is going to happen. Let's just get it out on the table right now so that it, it isn't a thing anymore. And you can release that and let it go.
2: I think that's probably a good idea because we always uh, wonder, is this going to traumatize our spouse? <laughs> are they going to see us differently after this experience? Or are they going to see us more as, what's the lack of a better word, a machine? We're like a machine. We just like produce and pump this baby out. And uh, maybe we lose some of our s- sexuality during birth, which I hear from some of my moms sometimes. They're like, Oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna see this. He's gonna see all the stretching <laughs> that's occurred and freak him out. So, I really like that. And I want to chat a little bit more about how you talk about preparing your birth partner or your spouse for, for what's, what's about to happen. And do you find that it's helpful to whoever you're, whoever is helping you along the way, be it a friend, be it a spouse, giving them a job or something to be responsible for, or guideline, maybe you're, you have certain requests, maybe, maybe you're like, well, I need maybe some quiet time every once in a while like how do you how do you get your your partner on board with something like this
0: yeah i love that cuz your partner is a part of your team as well and this is going to be a big event for your partner as well right <laughs> they're going to be going through a change as well as as you and i think sometimes it can be hard for partners to see their their spouse or their friend going through labor, right? It looks like it's a crazy event. It's a big event. There's lots of things that happen and to know that they are potentially helpless. So giving them ways that they can help you and having those conversations, like what do you want to help me with? I think that it would be really helpful if you can remind me to, if you notice that I'm squeezing my fists and clenching my jaw when things get hard can you come in and remind me all right relax relax let it go or maybe it's massage your practice you're working through some massage they can do that for you they can learn how to do counter pressure which can be really beneficial they can even just hold you up sometimes birth laboring positions even giving birth holding on to your partner can be really great and having them to support you maybe they're going to be there to make sure that you're drinking water going to the the bathroom, getting food, right? Eating. There's lots of ways that they can support you, or maybe that they're going to be the go-between with the doula or your or midwife or your birth care provider, or, I mean, really the world is your oyster in terms of what you want from your partner and what you together want for your birth experience. And I think including them in creating that birth plan, creating that postpartum plan can be really empowering and beneficial for everybody.
2: Yeah. And everyone knows this from a spouse is you can't expect them to know what you're thinking. You got to tell them and give them that guidance. So it's, I would say, yeah, it's definitely important to get them on board and get yourselves in sync before that moment happens.
0: I guess also <laughs> having in the back of your head, that we can prepare all we want, but maybe when we're laboring, massage is not at all what we want. So
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And do you ever find that uh, some of your clients speak that maybe their spouses have some fear associated? Maybe they end up like a deer in headlights at some point because maybe they feel disempowered or something like that. Is that. Do you hear that sometimes?
0: Absolutely. We just in our last workshop that we ran, we had a partner who was very involved in the workshop and had lots of questions as well. Because in this case, it was a husband, he wanted to be involved and know what he could do so that he was helpful. And for him, lots of knowledge was really empowering to him as well, so that he knew what his wife was going through and how he could support her best. I think we're all different people and need different things. But if you can take some time to recognize that and then reach or lean into that right. So that you're prepared as well. Yeah. Together.
2: Cool. Oh, Jamie, I love that. And thanks for all like the knowledge bombs that you've dropped today. I know you've really straightened a few things out for me that were a little bit of an unknown, and I'm no longer picturing a Lamaze <laughs> class in my mind when I think of birth prep. I'm sure you know, this is going to be amazing for a lot of women who are about to give birth. I want you to, to speak to those ladies that are pregnant, and you've got this amazing program. And I'd love for you to share your program and how women can find you and get in touch with you. How can we get this ball rolling and have these women join your program?
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be so great. So our workshop is all online. So you can um, connect with us no matter where you are in the world. We run it Oh, every six to eight weeks. So we have one at the end of April. And then the middle of June is our next one. It's a four week long workshop, you can find all the information on my website. And then you can connect with either myself or Kelsey Valentine is the physiotherapist that I work with. Both of us are on Instagram. And we have all of our the links to find all the information with everything that we offer on there. So we You get access to the website that we've created that has the lectures, we have interviews with lactation consultants and dietitians and doulas and all sorts of professionals. We have birth stories, we have as many resources as we could possibly put into one website, we thought, for birthing people. So you get access to that. And then you also get four weekly meetups so that you can get an opportunity to not only learn the information, but also experience it and get feedback and ask questions. And then if you can't make the meetup times, there's recordings for those that you get access to. So we've had people take the workshop when they are early on in their pregnancy so they can learn it and practice, but then they can also revisit the information closer to their, so there's, I guess, due date.
2: Cool, cool. Love that. What is your website and what is your is it Instagram? Yeah,
0: so my website is jstrikerfitness.com and the same handle for um, Instagram is jstrakerfitness. So cool. Striker.
2: Awesome. All right, well, I'm going to link to that in the show notes so that everyone has the correct spelling and a direct link there. So, I will post that there and hopefully the ladies will check that out cuz it seems like it's such an area that is is missed in female healthcare these days and it's there's like a huge gap and i can see why there's just so much fear and i think as women if we go in there with confidence And the reassurance that we're going to get through this, that's just going to take away half of the battle there. And all you have to do is just show up and do your thing. So I really appreciate you taking the time and and coming on the show today. And I want to give you the opportunity to leave with a top tip or a top piece of advice that if you were to run into a mom here at the the grocery store, for example, and she's about to go into labor, <laughs> if you can imagine this crazy scene, she's at the grocery store, she's like, I'm going to labor. What would you say to her? <laughs> what would be your one piece of advice before the ambulance comes and, and takes her to the hospital?
0: Yeah, I think exactly what you just said. You can do this. You are strong, you are capable, and you are amazing. And yeah, you've got this.
2: (laughs) Awesome. I love that, Jamie. Thanks so much. It was so great chatting with you and meeting with you. And I love your refreshing perspective on birth and labor. So thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, hopefully this is not the last time you come on the show. I really loved your insight and information. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, how amazing was that? Now, did you guys even know that birth prep Was a thing. I really love Jamie's perspective that you can empower your pregnancy, reduce all that fear, and give yourself the tools that you need to have the labor and delivery that you want. And also know that if anything were to happen, You can roll with those punches. So I really want to thank Jamie for coming and chatting with us today. And I hope you guys learned so much. And so I want you to check out Jamie's program if you are pregnant and ready to have a more empowering birth and labor experience. Now, if on the other hand, you've already had that baby and you're struggling with things like leakage, diastasis, prolapse, or maybe you're just someone that wants to get back to the gym safely after baby without injury, I want you to check out my newest program, which is Rebuild After Baby. And you can find that on its very own website, rebuildafterbaby.com. And get yourself in that program because it gives you everything you need to equip you to kind of school you through things like diastasis prolapse, leakage. And if you have those problems, it's going to help make them better, and it can also help from a preventative perspective. So you're not going to want to miss this program. It is basically that transition that you need before you get back into your regular sports. So if you're a crossfitter, a lifter, this is that initial foundation, initial building block. So check out my website, rebuildafterbaby.com. You are not going to want to miss it. Thanks for
1: joining me and have a great day. screenshot it before you submit and send it to daisy at strongmomsfitness.com your review helps other people find our show and as a thank you once a month we choose the review that makes us all warm and tingly inside and award that lucky lady a free program of their choice so do it now it could be you see you next time you badass mom you